This is Andrew Schultz. I'm the sales manager for CHS Ag Services. We're pleased to bring you this update from the Red River Farm Network. CHS Ag Services, providing solutions for your success. Wednesday Farm News on the Red River Farm Network. I'm Whitney Pittman along with Randy Conan in studio, and we'll have a report from Don Wick at Commodity Classic. The attorneys general for 24 states have asked the federal court in North Dakota to vacate the Biden administration's updated Waters of the United States rule. In a separate filing, the states and industry groups claim the EPA and Army Corps of Engineers are not following the Supreme Court's ruling in last year's Sackett versus EPA case. The high court determined the significant nexus standard previously used to make wetland determinations was unconstitutional. The motion claims the EPA's amended rule does not adequately address jurisdictional issues and should be considered illegal. The groups seeking a summary judgment include NDFB, Cass County Farm Bureau, Associated General Contractors of North Dakota, North Dakota Association of Builders, and North Dakota Petroleum Council. Nine other industry groups from across the country are also part of this legal filing. Corn, soybeans, and wheat farmers are in Houston, Texas for Commodity Classic. Red River Farm Network farm broadcaster Don Wick is at Classic with this update. The Farm Bill remains on the wish list for farmers attending this Commodity Classic. Minnesota Association of Wheat Growers past president Mike Gunderson is frustrated with the lack of action. Of course, everyone knows, I mean, they got to get the appropriations done or continuing resolutions. Uh, and, yeah, there's going to be a government shutdown. It's, it's, it's frustrating because then they can't work on anything else and put any due diligence into it. And it gets to be such a struggle for so many other uh, well, farmers or other. An update in Farm Bill reference prices is a priority. Our big message point for reference price for wheat is uh, we want parity. Yes. When you look from the last farm bill over the last five years, uh, you know, corn's been at uh, probably 90, 91% uh, cost of production on their reference price. You know, I think soybeans are in their upper 80s and, and wheat, we're down in our 70s. So, I mean, uh, trying to compete with the other commodities, we're at a little bit of a disadvantage, you know, if you look at cost production with reference price. So we would like to be more in line with that same percentage factor. Um, so that's been our message point. Uh, but then the big question is, how are you going to pay for it? Gunderson said both political parties have different priorities for farm bill funding, which also delays the process. Our coverage of Commodity Classic made possible by the Minnesota Soybean Growers Association, Minnesota Soybean Research and Promotion Council, by True Terra, and by Ag Country Farm Credit Services. From Commodity Classic in Houston, I'm Don Wick on the Red River Farm Network. U.S. Meat Export Federation President and CEO Dan Hallstrom says shipping issues continue to be a focus for many in the ag industry. The uncertainty around it, obviously right now, a lot of the trade is restricted through the Suez Canal, resulting in higher freight rates, uh, you know, uh, diversion of vessels, you know, that we're using the Red Sea now. A lot of them have to go around the Cape of Africa which not only adds cost, but probably a bigger concern is adding time on to the, uh, the route. And uh, I think the theme was anywhere from 10 to 14 days increased transit time. So, so you're adding cost and you're, you're, you're adding, you know, logistical time frame into it. But, but you know, that, that's the immediate concern. Hallstrom says the issue could continue and grow. The more long-term concern is, the longer this goes on, the more that this could disrupt the overall uh, vessel flow, which, which, as everyone knows, it's a global flow. 
So even though you only have an issue in this one area of the world, it does have a tendency to be sort of a domino effect if it goes on for any length of time. Bauer trading market analyst Ben Cash says traders are covering short positions in the corn and soybean markets, while the wheat complex is lower on better Midwest weather. We've been uh, under a lot of pressure the month of February. It seems like we're going to see some window dressing here from the funds uh, and taking taking some uh, some of that short profit that they uh, got here the month of February. Also, you know, since the first part of the year, really, uh, we've been under a lot of pressure. So. Uh, there on the wheat market, we are a little bit lower um, across the board on uh, winter wheat and spring, and that has a lot to do with the weather situation. It looks you know, somewhat bearish here near term. The livestock markets are seeing some profit-taking. Cattle on feed report last Friday was uh, you know, neutral to supportive yet. Uh, you know, inventories still remain quite tight. Uh, we are seeing a weaker equity market today. Uh, you know, crude and gasoline prices have rallied a little bit, pulling back just slightly here uh, as we pull into mid-session today. But um, you know, some of these uh, technicals on the chart got a little overbought on cattle. Um, you know, really traded in uh, these these supportive cattle on feed reports that we've seen uh, the past couple of months. So getting a little pullback from funds there, taking some profits similar to what we're seeing on the short side of grains. Uh, so long profit taking today is what it seems like. Napoleon Livestock co-owner Jim Bitt says weather this winter has kept cattle moving through the sale barns in good position on the market. Getting really large numbers, I think the the weather and the market helps. Probably our biggest January and February we've had in a long time. And the cattle market's at a all-time high, uh, whether it's grass cattle or feeder cattle. The weather's been good, good for feeding cattle. Uh, now there's not much, uh, not much a guy can complain about this winter, I guess. Some producers are opting to sell replacement heifers and buy back heifers that will calve this spring. The people that have, that I see that I've been kind of vocal about it, I guess, is here. Sometimes you don't know the people that aren't talking about it, but a lot of people are saying, "Hey, if I can sell this, you know, seven weight heifer for whatever eighteen hundred and some dollars or whatever, I might as well sell her and come back and buy a bred heifer, you know, for twenty three and get a calf this spring." So I think there's a lot more heifers going to feed than normally would, just because. They can um, sell them, get some money, settle up at the bank a little bit better, and come back and buy something, get a cab string. That's what I've been hearing from people, but like I said, that's the vocal people. There might be quiet people that are keeping more heifers. University of Minnesota Extension announcing a cover crop academy. This is a year-long statewide course for crop advisors, consultants, educators, agency personnel, and ag advisors helping farmers who want to use cover crops but struggle to incorporate them in a short growing season. The cost to participate is $75, includes seven meetings from June 24th, uh, June 2024 to May 2025. This is the Red River Farm Network. Wednesday Farm News on the Red River Farm Network. Seed stock business is booming in the cattle industry, according to Western Ag Reporter, field editor Will Bolum. If anything, I've, I've seen sales go up this year as far as uh, bull prices go. And last year, most of the sales were up as well. And so for them to go up another notch this year um, has been good to see. Most, most of the sales I go to are maybe up a few hundred dollars, but I have been to a, a few that are even up a few thousand dollars on their average from last year. So yeah, it's been real strong and really good to see producers be rewarded for their hard work and uh, kind of keep things going in the right direction for the for the markets. 
Bullum says technology helps those in the market for bulls and cattle to add their add to their herds to make a lot of decisions ahead of buying. Feedstock cattle or, um, you know, if it's two registered breeders or commercial operations, they have a lot of tools to look at ahead of the sale. And then, you know, a lot of times videos of each animal and photos are online. And so getting a, a good idea of what you're interested in ahead of time is easier now than ever. And uh, a lot of good quality from top to bottom. And uh, it's easier than ever to kind of get an idea of what few animals you might be interested in ahead of the time and uh, and really kind of get your list made and do your homework before sale day. U.S. Midwest will be mostly dry over the next two weeks with a few rounds of rain that will not be great enough to delay any field work. World Weather Incorporated says some of the lingering dry pockets out west will receive rain Sunday and Monday with more and more likely coming March 9th and 10th. Temperatures across the Midwest expected to be much warmer than normal through much of next week. Temperature swings and more snow over the next two weeks in the northern plains could cause more livestock stress. World Weather Incorporated says precipitation will begin as a wintry mix Friday before turning to snow Saturday and continuing Sunday. World Weather says the heaviest snow will occur in North Dakota and possibly northwestern Minnesota. Temperatures will warm from the single digits and teens today to the 30s and 40s by Thursday before cooling to the single digits and teens by Monday. Statistics Canada says January canola processing was up 7% from a year ago. Oil production totaling 399,000 metric tons. Meal production totaling 541,000 tons. The August through January canola crush was up 12.7% year over year at 5.5 million metric tons. Comstock Investments market analyst Joe Camp thinks much of the action in the grains is tied to the first notice day of the March futures contracts. You still got some link to this first notice day coming up tomorrow for the March futures for corn. The spreads are already so wide. I mean, past full carry by most accounts. You don't have that same thing with the soybeans and the wheat. Wheat is a little bit different with the type of storage rates. Uh, tagged on to that crop, but you could ha question whether for beans and wheat, uh, if there are going to be any deliveries put out here, uh, maybe to, in, a, in an attempt to widen this spread or to uh, still try to lean on this market um, that has been going lower. So we, we still feel like we got to get past tomorrow, past the last day of the month here, and then could look at a di different story here uh, going forward. Livestock markets are fading lower. We're back to leaning a little bit weaker. I think we've uh, lost some steam technically. You have some general profit taking here. I mean, the hedge funds that we keep track of manage money over the last five reports straight had been net buyers of all of the livestock. But uh, you see a little bit of that, some closing out of positions here on the cattle, leaning on that market here today. Still pretty firm on the hogs. We've got these summer contracts bumping up against that important $100 mark and reflecting what should be tighter supply later this summer. The weekly report from the Energy Information Administration showing ethanol production for the week that ended February 23rd at 1.08 million barrels per day. That's down 6,000 barrels per day from the previous week. 
Ethanol stocks climbing 2% to a 49-week high, 26 million barrels. Go to the Red River Farm Network and get updates anytime by listening to the Red River Farm Network podcast. You can find those at rrfn.com and most anywhere you get your podcast. This is the Red River Farm Network. Welcome to Inside Agriculture on the Red River Farm Network. Wheat markets moving lower, corn and soybeans seeing some, some strength here this afternoon ahead of tomorrow's first notice day for March futures. Advanced Trading Commodity Research Analyst Brian Basting says that is having an impact on the cash market. Some rolling of basis contracts has occurred here as February winds down and as you said, um, the March contract, uh, March to May carry, for example, stretched out to 15 cents again today, 15 and a quarter as we speak. We have not seen carry markets for a while. And I just remind your listeners that um, when a carry market is in a bearish environment that we're in, there's a tendency, not a guarantee, but a tendency for, for the next contract in line to kind of drift toward where this contract. So just something to be aware of. Fasting says to protect your unpriced bushels. Because that 15 cents premium, if you will, that, that May futures hold the March in corn could erode, and that's exactly what we saw in, in the March contract. <clears throat> Excuse me, beg your pardon, when we had the December contract expire there, that the March eroded even beyond that, well beyond that. So uh, just, again, uh, encourage your listeners to get control of those, those unpriced bushels. Minneapolis May wheat five and a half lower right now at six fifty six and three quarters. September five and a quarter lower. Chicago wheat nine cents lower at five seventy five and a quarter. Kansas City down five and three quarters at five eighty. May corn futures five cents higher at four twenty eight and a half. December corn three and a quarter higher at four sixty three and a quarter. Soybeans May futures three and a quarter higher at 11.44. August three and a quarter higher as well at 11.51. November soybeans four and a quarter higher at 11.34. Soybean meal two dollars sixty cents a ton higher, and canola in Winnipeg ninety cents a metric ton lower at 5.9020 Canadian. Live cattle April futures down a buck twenty a hundredweight at one eighty six fifty two. June live cattle down a dollar twenty two at one eighty two thirty five. Feeder cattle March futures down three dollars ten cents at two forty nine ninety. Lean hogs April twelve cents higher at eighty six oh two. May contracts down seven cents. This is the Red River Farm Network. <laughs> 